Hey, I'm Chris Bates, and I'm on Bean Break with the man Blake. Indeed, he is. Welcome to Bean Break. So this week, our guest is Chris Bates. So, Chris, let's get straight into it. Who are you? I'm a guy. Um, I sing. I don't dance, but I sing. That's pretty much all I can do. But yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. So, you started um, playing classical violin yeah. as a child, but at the age of 13, made the switch to pop music. So... You've done your research. I have. Let's so, um, why do you Why'd you give up violin? And how'd you get into violin? Um, I got into violin because at age seven in primary school, my mom was like, you have to play an instrument or play a sport. And I was like, I'm not playing a sport. So, I, I played an instrument and I had a mate a really good mate uh, who played the violin and I was like, I'll play the violin because he's my friend and he's playing violin and I'll play violin. Uh, and then I played violin and I actually liked it for about math, like seven, I stopped when I was like 13, like you said. Um, but I just got a little bit, I guess, like bored of it, I guess, just because I, I don't know, I got really into pop music and, and like, like Ed Sheeran and like Justin Bieber and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, the violin just can't be playing Baby by Justin Bieber and I want to play Baby so I learned guitar fair enough yeah so yeah that was my next question what um, instrument did you switch to so was it just guitar immediately um yeah it was it was either drums or guitar not that I'm that good at drums or that I played drums for that long but I just was obsessed with a, a band U2 oh yeah um and I wanted to learn <laughs> their songs on drum. it was either drums or electric guitar it was either drums learning their songs or like electric guitar and I had this guitar tab book and I learned like all of their songs, not all their songs, but like one of the albums or something. Um, and then I really decided that I really liked acoustic guitar. And then I kind of just got into that. And then, yeah. And now I'm also kind of getting into producing and stuff, but that's kind of 10 years on. I'm 23, but yeah. Awesome. So um, would you say like... Did you immediately have a passion for music once your mum threw you into the deep end and was like, you have to do it? Or was it something that like you built up over time? That's a really good question. I've actually not been asked that before. <laughs> um, I guess I didn't know because I was a kid. I was like, I probably kind of looked at it as a chore a little bit. I don't really remember. I think it was fun, but it just got a little... Yeah, it was It was really fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I had cool teachers. I had really good violin teachers that like cared and I don't know, made it a fun time. But... Um, it's more when I got serious because like I did the grades. I, I went up to like grade six or something, and um, I was like, nah, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I switched, but it was yeah. I I think I think I pretty much knew that I really liked it when I was a kid, but I didn't properly know no until I was like maybe fourteen or fifteen. Was that around like fourteen, fifteen age? Was that when you realized, oh, maybe this is something I want to do with my life, or? Are you still just figuring that out? Uh, yeah, I actually, I played at my high school or middle school or something. Maybe middle school? Flip <laughs> My memory is garbage. Um, but I played at some night where there was like a performance night and some of our students played and I played a song um, called Butterfly, which I still get a bunch of, a bunch of crap for. Because um, unfortunately people like it and I hate it, but um, I don't hate it. Anyways, I played that song and then I came off stage and I was like, yo, that was flipping fun. And yeah, I pretty much... I don't want to say like that's what made me know, but it definitely definitely helped. Made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, what instruments do you play? Would you, are you just a guitarist through and through? Um, no, I well, play will use loosely, but um so occasionally the violin to 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 mess around and 
take the piss. Um, but I don't play the violin anymore. I like more guitar, kind of acoustic guitar. I I play piano a lot nowadays. I'm trying to get good at it. Um, like bass guitar, kind of drums, kind of, um, which is helpful because whenever I need to play something in a se- like a studio session, and we don't have an instrumentalist handy, like I can just play, and we'll replace it later with the actual like good musician. But mm. but yeah, and just like. I feel like producing is almost an instrument now. I'm trying to get better at as well. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So what was your first ever gig like? My first ever gig? I actually, funnily enough, on Facebook the other day, you know how you have the, the what is it? Like memories? The, yeah, the memories. Mm? I think it was like, I think it was 10 years or nine or 10 years or something, but it was my first gig. It was an wow. open mic night out in Murawai, out west at like a bit, not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like an open mic night that I haven't been to like since then, really. But <laughs> I um I used to play there a bit, and at my first, I saw the, the the memories. I saw the photo of it, and I looked flipping like young and like skinny as hell, and like scared as hell. And there was only like five people there or something because I was like earlier on in the night. Mm. But yeah, that was the first gig. I I really liked it. I played a lot of open mic nights when I was younger, which I guess got me good, quote unquote. Who knows at performing. Built up the experience. Yeah, exactly. Which I feel like you have to do as a musician mm. when you're young or when you're starting. Yeah, and if you look online, you can, uh, of, if you look up Chris Bates Live, you can see a picture from you from 2011, I believe. Huh? Yeah. Can you? Yeah, you can. Where'd you look that up? On Google? Yep. You can look really? it up. Really? Yeah. You, you sure can... it's me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You can look it up later. Okay. Shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so speaking of um, being live and being a musician, do you prefer performing live or are you someone who is a studio right and likes being in the studio more um that's really interesting because i feel like i like both for different reasons i wouldn't say i like one more than the other i um i really really like performing but it took a long time to get comfortable with it because naturally i'm quite a shy person Hmm. um even though i joke around and make stupid jokes (laughs) um i used to be like super shy and i i liked performing but i also had the definitely had the hurdle to get over of like like there's people watching me and like I'm not comfortable but um but it's such a buzz and I really really enjoy it studio is different because you're making the music and there's something super super rewarding it's probably the most rewarding thing is when you finish a song and you and it's like good mm. sometimes you'll finish it and it's like that's yeah, right but when it's a good one that's super great but yeah I like both kind of a cop-out answer but <laughs> there you go that's all right um speaking of how do you know when you finished a song how do you know when uh, it's time to stop? A terrible answer. You just kind of know. Like, there's times when you don't know. And that's that's when you know that it's not finished. Or that you should just leave it because it doesn't... It's not heading right. Mm. I don't know. I saw John Mayer... I'm going to butcher his explanation of it, but he was saying... He was saying there's like this thread that goes from the start of the song to the beginning of the song. And if it's cut at any point, um, the song's like not finished, if that makes sense. Like, if there's one lyric that doesn't quite fit, I'm definitely a perfectionist as well, but like if there's one thing that doesn't quite fit, then it's not done. Even though the song, you could call it done. Mm. But, so for me, like, there's just this feeling when everything kind of flows, and um, I can't explain it, but I just know that it feels good, mm. if that makes sense. Are you the type of person to have other people come in and just be like, hey, do you think this is finished? What should I add? And do you have you ever had people saying, okay, yeah, that's good. You don't need to add anything more. Yo, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're hella good at interviews, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've i gone through phases of being like, 
uh, uh, my, what do you call it, like temperament as a person or whatever, like I'm very unsure about things, which is the absolute curse, but also I like to think good in some areas, mostly probably a curse, but um, yeah, I'll always write a song and then send it to someone. Like I said before, like, like I said before, if it feels really good to me, then I'm happy with it. But if there's something that feels slightly off, like I'll... What I what I used to do is what I used to do. Even when I, I I would look at it now and say the song is like dope, I would have always sent it to someone and like have to have had their approval, thinking it's good. Um, and yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like I'm just saying words, but I definitely used to kind of seek the approval from other people and make sure it's good on their in their opinion. But now I think I can trust myself more. Hmm. I would say, but I still I think it's still good to send to people. But yeah. Yeah, would you say that's like just built up over more and more years of you making more and more songs and feeling more comfortable? Definitely, yeah. And as you see, songs kind of resonate with some people. Um, yeah, like there was a song that I did November, No Hard Feelings, which strangely, like I didn't really, ta- it didn't really take like, that long to make. And um, but then again, I knew it was, <laughs> I was happy with it. But like, I've had some people say they've been through breakups and it's helped them and stuff. And so now that I feel like. I feel like um yeah i feel like i'm good because i know that it's kind of resonating yeah. okay, okay then i won't add myself to that list of people who have told you that but um yeah that's probably you my can favorite if you song. want it's probably my favorite song of yours really yeah it's a beautiful song. can you add yourself to that list or no i uh, sure i'll add myself to the list yeah right, help sweet. me through like, you're on the list and stuff. you're oh. on the list i'm so honored to be on one of your lists um <laughs> do you have a favorite song of yours that you've made um Again, kind of cop out, like, no, because I feel like they're all different. I feel like there's definitely ones I'm more proud of than other songs, for mm. sure. Like like that song, November No High Feelings. Um, there's a song called Seventeen. Um, there's a song called Best For Me, which they're all just about a breakup I went through. And um, it was kind of the first time, I'd say Seventeen, because I wrote it a couple of years ago and it took a long time to like get it mm. sonically perfect, production-wise. Um, I, uh, yeah. Dude, my brain, like, what was the question? <laughs> What's your favorite song? Do you uh, have my favorite, favorite song. song made? My favorite song, yeah, yeah, So, um. That you have made. I can just keep all that. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, November 17, Best For Me, probably just because they were the, the, the first kind of songs that I wrote that really felt like me and that, like, I was being honest. Because mm. there's songs that I've written previously that were cool, but they weren't really honest, I guess. Right, right. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song in general? Like, if you had to, like... Baby Justin Bieber. Baby Justin Bieber? Really? Yeah. Is that your answer? Uh, nah. If you had to list top five favorite songs. Oh, God. I can't do that. I'm very indecisive. Okay. Like I said before, I'm very unsure and indecisive. <laughs> um, but favorite songs... I can give you right now. Yeah, just right this instant. I can give you right this instant, and even then, I probably can't. Uh, Holly Humberstone, I'm obsessed with right now. She has a song called Friendly Fire. It starts out as this, like, indie thing, and then it goes hard it's crazy um uh last train home by john mayer i'm a massive john mayer fan you just nodded are you a john mayer fan as well yeah yeah, yeah hell yeah i feel like this will get boring if i try to list the other ones but no, they're no, the keep two going, keep going I, i'm gonna open my on repeat right. hold on by michael buble oh yeah that's kind of unpredictable for some people they're like you like michael buble hell yeah i do inspiration can come from anywhere a hundred percent um on repeat i've been listening to my on repeat because you can just listen to the same songs over and over again. Why would you not? Mm, exactly. There's a uh, there's a Phil Collins song. 
um, called The Least You Can Do, which no one will know, <laughs> but you should listen to it. It's flipping sad. Uh, Charlie Puth, Light Switch. Like, that's yeah. the new one. Is that four? My friend Sam V has a song called Biker Boy, which I love. I think that's five. Awesome. Yeah. That is indeed five. Beautiful. What about you? What's your top, like, three? This isn't about me. It's about you now. As of this instant? Yeah. Probably... Ooh. Don't Forget Your Roots mm-hmm. by 660. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good song. Um, Respect. Uh, they Don't Know a Thing About Me? Hey, let's go. By you? some other guy. Not, yeah, by not some... the me song, right? Uh, no, by this irrelevant guy named Chris Bates. Uh, some some small town guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy's an idiot. <laughs> um, and then, what else? Probably... Rescue Me by One Republic. Oh, that song's fire! Yeah, it's Rescue a good, it's a good song. Yeah, I, I found it. I found it. Rec- I've found it recently, and it's yeah. I've been getting a lot more into pop music again recently. Let's go. 2010s pop music. Let's go. Good. And Ryan Tedder writes for everyone as well. Talking about inspirations, would you say your inspirations now are vastly different to what they were ten years ago? And do you get inspired not just from music? Do you get inspired from other art forms like painting or photography or other things like that? Dope questions. Wow. Um, Yes, I think I underestimated for a while how much my the people that I grew up with as a kid listening to would influence me now, if that makes sense. So mentioning Phil Collins a second ago, I, I listened to the hell out of him when I was a kid. Well, my dad played him, so um, and yeah, you too. I, I don't some things that probably influenced me, and I don't really know. Phil Collins definitely has because he has this kind of beautiful pop R and B kind of vibe, which. Um, I, I I guess I'm trying to do I, I don't know I feel like it's definitely influenced me um, who else like I grew up listening to Ed Sheeran he's definitely influenced me um, yeah and, and just hearing new artists now like like I say Holly Humberstone who's this English um, kind of indie singer songwriter pop whatever you want to call it um, yeah I don't know listening to what Charlie Puth is doing definitely a mixture of both I would say yeah as for other art forms I don't really know I feel like the only thing I do is listen to music which <laughs> like artists are gonna like visit like painters they're gonna hate me i need to go to like the art museum or something <laughs> in auckland but yeah we can go together i haven't been there in yo like, let's go ages. surely let's go all right we'll set up a date um it's cute yeah so cute <laughs> so do you have any other hobbies outside of music or are you just a muso through and through um no i honestly can't like i don't enjoy much else does that is that sad Oh, that's fine. Okay, sweet. Then no. Fair enough. So like, I like tea though. Tea? I like tea. I don't know if that's a hobby, but I. Uh, do you know tea too? The tea store? No, I don't think. Okay, I Okay, you should. You have to go if okay. you like. Even you like tea. You I've never tried tea before. Really? I've just got a glare. Yeah, I've never tried tea. You never before. tried tea? Like, never what about normal tea? tea? Like, just N- the... never tried it. That's 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 messed up, man. <laughs> but yeah, there's a tea store called Tea Two, and they sell like tons of different like herbal fruit, black teas, like all the different kind of teas. I like tea. Fair enough. I don't know if that's a hobby, but that's my answer. Fair enough. So, like, at home, just what do you do? Like, if you've got nothing else to do at home, what do you do? You just pick up your guitar and play something or you video games? Uh, yeah, I usually just make music. Fair enough. <laughs> Truly a musician um, through and through. <laughs> yeah, or listen to it. Like, last night, I was just... Some some nights, I will just listen to it for, like, five hours. Mm. Um, I like to go on YouTube and watch, like, live performances. Yeah. Because I feel like fun. there's a whole vibe about it. There's a different vibe to... In studio, hearing a song, it's right? Like different. Yeah, right. Yeah, especially when it's like John Mayer. Yeah, and he's ripping like fat solos. He's crazy. Exactly. 
So with your um, two EPs, they don't know a thing about me, and they don't know a thing about me. Part uh, two point oh. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Longest freaking titles ever. So <laughs> good work, bro. Well, one of them is just the same as the other, but just with two point oh thrown on. That's true. Um. So you know why I did that, by the way? I was just about to ask. Why did you do that? Is it a continuation the of the first one? Or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So. Yeah, the whole concept is that the um, first track of the 1.01, just that doesn't have a 1.0, but the first one, um, is a song called Chasing Kites, and it says, they don't know a thing about me in verse two, I think, and um, I didn't know at the time I wanted to do like a two-part series kind of thing, mm. but um, just conceptually, I'd written the song called They Don't Know a Thing About Me, separately to that song, and I was going to put it on the first EP, but... Um, what you said before about do you send things to mates i sent it to like all my mates and they're like no it doesn't belong on that ep at all it doesn't sound anything like it it's this piano ballad and i put it on and i was like okay cool i'm gonna have another ep called they don't know a thing about me 2.0 i put that on it and then four other songs that kind of i feel like ended the story a little bit um yeah and the 2.0 itself is because my world uh justin bieber he had a 2.0 for it i think awesome yeah yeah so, first one came out in 2020, sec 2.0 came out in 2022. Is there a 3.0 in 2021? <laughs> Sorry, is there a 3.0? Should I say? I, oh, I, is, is there anything? Is there's there anything not. Oh. There's not. But there is something cool that kind of continues it, but not really. So, I feel like I'd be mystical in just saying that. Um, do you want to leave it there? Do you want to, do you want to give us some more? Uh, well, I've been spending a lot of time this year... Uh, preparing what is next it, it'll be an ep uh but sonically it's a little bit different to anything that i've done before um so i'm just really trying to get it right mm. i shot a music video the other day Ooh. it's very it's very different to my other music videos do you have an estimated time for when that'll be out a couple months Ooh. at least but yeah a couple months i would say awesome so mid this year so that'll either be out the same time as this podcast uh. or that'll be out you know, before this podcast. Right. So if it's out, go listen to it. If it's not out yet, be excited. What's an, what's it called? Or you could not listen to it if you don't want no, to. No, no, but no. Like, listen to it. You have to. It's it's okay, the law. Sweet. All right, what's sweet. it called? Or is there no name yet? Um, the song is called Exclusive. Not that it freaking matters. Lose my mind. Ooh. So yeah. Spooky. Yeah, we're delving into my uh, my my problems. That's good. In a, in a way, that's a nice segue into um, other questions I have. My problems. That's well, a nice segue. Let's 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 go into. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm here for you. You know. Thank you. I'm here for you. You know, I'm here for you. <laughs> so, when you're um, writing a song, do you have to be in a good headspace to do it, or do you feel like inspirations for songs come from being sort of anywhere, like mentally? Um, I have to be in a bad headspace. Okay. But I also have to be in a good space headspace in the sense of. Um, I was listening to a Lewis Capaldi interview and, um, I know a lot of songwriters like Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift will like go through, I probably talked about Ed Sheeran like 17 times this interview. Um, but he and Taylor Swift and probably a bunch of other artists and people that I know will like go through something in their life and then they'll write a song immediately and then they kind of get it out. Mm. And, um, sometimes I do that. Sometimes if I go through something, I kind of feel like crap and I can't, like, I just I just feel kind of crap and I just can't write a song because I'm so, well, I, I don't know why. I was like, what's wrong with me? I'm a songwriter. I'm supposed to be able to write. But I saw Lewis Capaldi talk about the fact that he has to, has to effectively wait six months before he can write about what 
he's been through. Mm. Does that make sense? He's like, because I have to process it first. I don't yeah. freaking know what's going on. I think that's me. I think I'm a, somewhere in between. Sometimes I'm one, sometimes the other. But um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I have to, I definitely have to get it out of the system. Songwriting is really good, but sometimes I just have to figure stuff out. <laughs> and then I know. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I don't even know. It, it always changes. So sometimes it's like almost, you've got to like mentally get over it and then it's almost like a final note or something. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Kind of, pretty much. Awesome. Some man. songs like 17. Um, my mate, Gabriel Bond, I'm trying to shout him out in every interview. Uh, he, he helped me write 17, for example, which was the first song I wrote after a breakup that I had. And um, I definitely couldn't have written it by myself because I just felt too, like, crap. Mm. But he's like, nah, man, we got to get the emotion out. I was like, sweet, man, thanks. Just capitalizing on my heartbreak. Of um, course. Uh, and, yeah, and I don't know. It, I'm super proud of that song. But yeah. As you should be. When writing things, do you like writing by yourself or are you someone who needs someone else there writing with you? Lately, I've mentioned Gabriel Bond. I, uh, I've just been writing with him. He, so he's my mate that I um, met at a music course that we did at uni. And um, I just trust him so much. We've written for, there was a long time where we just hung out for a couple of years and never wrote. Or if we wrote a song, it would be uh, a meme about Shrek. Lovely. Something like that. And then we started writing actual songs. Not that that wasn't an actual song. It freaking was. But um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll finish or write it by myself. You know how you said like, do you know if you finished a song? Mm. Sometimes I'll write a song and I just know that it's done. Um, sometimes I'm like, nah, I need someone to bounce ideas with or, or we'll, or we'll start a song together and then see how it goes. But maybe 50, 50 definitely, but I'm a very collaborative person, I would say mm. musically. And do lyrics come first? Does the instrumental side come first? Does it come together or is it just different song to song? Um, it's different song to song, although I've never started with lyrics ever. I know a lot of people do. I, I, I often start with... Uh, like a melody I'm definitely kind of a melody guy like mm. a, a melody or I'll have a melody with lyrics that come into my head like the um uh I think for November No Hard Feelings I think it was like it's no hard feelings I think that came and then I had the dun, 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 and I didn't know what that was and so often it's melody then figuring out what the words are um and then the music kind of I feel like slots in underneath the melody to kind of you know have it sit right Mm, bring it all if together. That makes sense, but yeah, yeah. Lyrics, I feel like, are often more difficult, but it's also a line between. I, I kind of figured out. I mean, everyone has different lyric styles. I feel like I just write how I feel, and that's my lyrical style. Some people write like crazy cool metaphors, like Bono from U two. He'll write all about like, like a tower or like I don't know th and how it represents things. But for me, it's just like I don't know. I just write about how I feel. It depends on the song. Yeah. I feel like I'm like rambling, eh? But hopefully this is a good That's answer. That's all good. This is a podcast. This awesome. is an interview with you. We want to hear what you think. You know what? It's all about me yeah, at the end of the day. It is. Yeah. It's the entire reason we're here today, Chris. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. So um, are you someone who, just a bit more of a front-on question now, are you someone who gets anxious? Uh, absolutely. freaking lutely yeah. <laughs> are you? Oh, of course. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Anxiety, bro. <laughs> I don't want to compare it to anyone else's, and I know that it's like a, I, I, I don't know, but there's definitely times where I like, I'm like, oh shoot, what is going on? And I need to take some time for sure. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. Would you say um, that music has affected your mental health in any way, good or bad? A hundred percent. In a bad way, not in a good way. Um, yeah, like I said to you, I don't know if it was in this interview or before when we were chatting, but um, uh, I would just spend some nights... Was it in the interview where I just spend some nights like just listening to music for like yeah, five yeah. hours? Yeah, it was. Um, the other night, I didn't feel that great. I, I just had some shit happening. Yeah, I had some stuff going on in my life and stuff. And I was like, sweet, I don't want to write a song. I don't want to do anything, but I just want to sit down and listen to music. So I listen to music for ages and it just makes you feel... Well, makes me feel so much better because, mm. you know, you can resonate with the singer or whatever. Yeah, it's never not helped, I would say. It's just only, mm. I guess, like a form of therapy, whether it's writing or listening. But yeah, I just, I love music, eh? Music's great. It's pretty great. As you've gotten more well-known, how do you deal with that? Do you like that people know who you are or like are yeah. you more of a private person? Uh so first I was like, I'm really shy. Like I don't want to let anyone know who I am because it's scary and I'd rather just make music and they hear it. But I think the more I've gone on and the, you'd learn so much just doing, I guess, anything in life. But with music, I've one of my main things has just been accepting that <laughs> how, how cheesy, like I am me and it's all good to be me. And for example, in like this music video that I just shot the other day, but even other ones I've done. Or oh, there's this one called voicemail where I just do some stupid ass dance moves and like I've just accepted the fact that I'm kind of an idiot. Like not in a not in a self-deprecating way, but just I'm kind of clumsy and awkward. Mm. And I feel like the second that I owned that, well, not the second. It took a while, but I, I felt so much better because I was like, "Yo, I'm just me." And when I owned that, I had people saying like, "Yo, I love how you're just being you now." And then, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you just accept. When you accept who you are. Yeah. It's a great feeling. How have you found? things like that i know you weren't expecting this to be flipped on you but yeah what is this like i don't know what you've this an intervention (laughs) we're just chatting bro we're just chatting exactly what was the question Uh, the question um so yeah hi guys i'm interviewer chris interviewing blake here for bean bean break um how have you found if you have i guess you have some kind of anxiety like your experience with it like where are you at in your journey dealing with it um have you learned things in your process of dealing with it or are you still like, shit, I don't know what's going on? I feel like no matter who you are, you sometimes have the feeling of, shit, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how rich, how famous you are, everyone's human and everyone has that feeling. As a 17-year-old, I feel like I have that bit more than most. Right. Um, but no, anxiety is, in a weird way, a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether for better or for worse, probably for worse. But um, <laughs> no, it's not something that I think you should let define you. Mm-hmm. And so if someone was to say, oh, what's Blake like? Oh, he's like a really anxious, nervous person. I wouldn't want that to be my defining feature. Mm-hmm. So, Do you think that people would think that? Or did you used to think that or no? I did used to think it, and I still, yeah, (laughs) I still sometimes do think it because I can get quite self-conscious. I feel like everyone can. Right, everyone's got those days where it's just like, what are they thinking about me? What is this? And like, yeah, I definitely used to overthink a lot. I still do. Like for this interview, I was so scared. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like we're the same person. I feel like we're a lot more similar. (laughs) So Stephen was saying to me. Stephen Dello, he was just like, oh, no, oh yeah, Chris Bates, he's quite similar to you. It'll be fine. I'm like, really? uh, Hell yeah. He's like, yeah, he'll be fine. 
Dude, you can just be yourself. I saw, not to not to like rag on like, I saw this like singer who I kind of knew. She's kind of my friend, kind of, um, and um, she played at some concert thing, like some gig that I played at as well. And she was kind of, I mean this in the nicest way. Like this is my point of saying it. She was kind of like awkward, and you could tell she's kind of shy. But like, no one gave a shit because like she went on and she killed it. Like she was kind of standing there, didn't really move. But like, that's her. If that makes sense. Mm. I don't know. Just I feel like as soon as you accept, obviously there's no thing where you accept it and then you're you've dealt with it like that. <laughs> yeah, only. it's a process. But um, yeah, as for, I guess I can only speak for myself. But as soon as I started to accept that, it's just so much better. Yeah, yeah obviously it's different person to person. I can only speak for myself, but uh, yeah, and I still have definitely insecure moments, mm. especially in like big groups of people. And then sometimes you just feel, like you said, sometimes you feel really insecure sometimes you're fine but um yeah yeah no it's a process and as a fellow musician i feel like music definitely does help just mm-hmm. like sometimes just if like i'm overthinking for example oh, this is turning into me no this is supposed to be about you this can totally um, be about it's about us it's about us this together, is a moment <laughs> this is great <laughs> we're having a moment here fellow musician so you play as well yeah i do play let's go um but just sometimes if I'm just really nervous, I'll just pick up my guitar and then, oh no, two hours has passed. Dude. And you just like don't really remember anything, but just boom, two hours has passed and you're just feeling better. It's the freaking best, right? It's the freaking best. It's the worst because if you have a great idea and then all of a sudden, boom, two hours has passed. Oh no, where's that idea gone? And you can't remember it. Oh, true. <laughs> Chuck <laughs> on the, 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 the voice memos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voice oh, memos, that's friend. But, but yeah, you can just sit there for two hours and it just, it's, um, some people, I don't know, like paint or some people will chat with their friends like i have to do that i have to chat with my friends all the time when yeah. i'm going through stuff but like but going through like playing guitar for two hours is the exact same thing in my mind is just letting it out through your hands and like the sound way i don't flipping know yeah, how it works it's but almost like therapy like you said earlier it's yeah. therapeutic hell yeah this is very wholesome it's a very it's wholesome really interview look at us go we're having a us. moment <laughs> oh yeah guitar favorite instrument favorite instrument um Right now, just right now, the piano, like keys, because I feel like um, I'm a massive music nerd. Like I, mm. I guess I learned theory when I was growing up, like music theory, kind of like to not a super high level, but you had to do it to play vi- to do violin grades. You had to learn theory, so I I did that, and um, yeah, I, I feel like it made me a music nerd and it made me appreciate everything. And with the piano, with the guitar, for example, I'm not that musically smart. Like the strings proper nerd territory here are like fifths apart apart from the fifth string which is like a fourth apart from the fourth string or something like mm-hmm. that and it's flipping confusing i don't know how it works i can play chords i don't flipping know what i'm doing yeah. piano it's all linear so all the notes are just one after the other and you got some black notes but it's all just repeats yeah and um i feel like it's way easier to play like nice chords on it and i'm a sucker for nice chords nice chords they're good right and um or maybe I just got bored of guitar and I'm like, sweet, I'm learning piano now. You go through different stages. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah, like, uh, I was first off a bass player. No way. Um, yeah, uh, no matter what I say, by the way, with instruments, I'm 100% self-taught. Um, so I don't know music theory or anything. I just taught myself. Dude, that's sick. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's sick, though. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I... You don't need a teacher. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Like, you are the teacher. In a way. Um, but yeah, I like started off with bass and then recently taught myself guitar and then just, just sort of switch between them like just mm. on different days you're feeling different things you know that's sick yeah that's sick yeah that's cool i, I feel like when you learn more than one instrument 
um, it just automatically makes you better at any other instrument because mm, yeah. you start to get the. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're you're kind of learning music rather than the instrument. It can influence your playing. Yeah, and it changes and it, the way you play. True. Yeah, and um, yeah. If you want to record or something, you can. You're a multi instrumentalist now, and it makes it easier. Yeah, exactly. But um, what's the best question you've ever been asked? Just all of these questions today. All of these questions. Oh. the best question I've ever been asked. So flattering. Um. So all of those questions and, um. <laughs> Um, I feel like there'll be a big break here that you might want to cut um, <laughs> or not depending on whether you want the suspense or you'll just like give us the answer Chris you idiot we'll add a drum roll in drum roll alright sweet best question Th- they're probably questions that aren't musical or that aren't songwritery mm. um, like personal questions of like I don't know like when I was going speaking about flipping self like doubt and insecurity and all that kind of stuff um I don't know. Like, I have one particular, well, a couple really, really great mates that um, have been really great in going through that and just helping me through it, I guess. I don't know if you have mates that you, you can point to and be like, yeah, you have the flipping... Yeah, those ones helped me. They're the legends. Yeah, right? Mm. And, um, I don't know, just questions like... Uh, I, guess, I guess questions you never asked yourself that you should have. Mm. Like, for example, what do you want? Like, I don't know about in those words, but I got asked that a few years ago in some form when I was going through something of like people different musically like some people will influence you the way they think you should go and it's all in love because they think you should do this and some people think you should do that and some people think you should do that and back then i was like i don't freaking know like i trust you because you you've done this and i haven't and you've done this um but it kind of felt like shit because like it didn't feel right to me and um i don't know it's a it's a journey i went through of like yeah um i, I don't know just like i had to ask myself as well just what do you actually want Amazing answer. <laughs> Is it actually? Yeah. All right, sweet. Any answer you give us an amazing answer Thank because you. it's your honest answer, you know? Let's or at go. least I'd hope it's your honest answer. I've been lying this whole time. Of course. Your name isn't even Chris Bates. You're Who's someone else. Exactly. He's still waiting outside. My name's Blake. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Great name. I Unique run a name. podcast called Bean Break. Where are you from? Because your accent. Because uh, my freaking accent very tr- trips everyone out. Hey, I don't, f- I don't know. I, I know, I know, been, I'm I know from, for a fact you've been asked this before, but yeah, where are you from? Where's your, what's um, your accent? How do you know for a fact? You've clearly done your research. Yes, because you, uh, Emma asked you on kickouts once. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. She's like, what is wrong with you? What's with your accent? Oh, I'm not that mean. Really? I'm not as mean as Emma. So You're just, just thinking where are you on from? the inside. Where am I from? Uh, like technically England. But not really, because um, my parents are both like New Zealand Kiwis, um, and they both were working in England, and that's where they met, and then they had me, and then they came back to New Zealand, and I was like one year old. So hmm. I'm I'm very much like you know Kiwi. I was born in England, um, but then some people say some people say I sound real English, some people say I sound real American, which I do not understand. I think it's just because I listen to tons of music. Maybe I don't I don't know. Or like growing up, I don't know. Growing up listening to. I don't flip enough. First time I, I heard you, I thought you were American. Really? Yeah. I can be American if you want. You can be American for us? I'm from Texas. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't you don't know. even know where you're from. I don't know where I'm from. Who am I even? Who knows? We don't know a thing about you. Yo, I don't know a thing about me. <laughs> well, they don't know a thing about you. They don't. I don't. You don't. No one does. There's no hope. I don't know. I have a really strange sense of humor, as I'm sure you've gathered by now. But, like, 
Imagine not having a sense of humor or just saying things that probably sound really mean. <laughs> I think that's just called sarcasm. <laughs> uh, maybe it is sarcasm, yeah. Would you say you're quite a sarcastic person? Absolutely, yeah. That's great. I can attribute it to my one year in England. <laughs> As a baby, before <laughs> As I could a talk, baby. I couldn't even talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my, my mate, Gabriel Bond. Um, we'll walk into a scenario, like a party or something, um, and... We'll just start saying shit that don't make sense at all. Yeah. Um, and we'll confuse the hell out of everyone, but I don't care. Like, he doesn't care. Um, which, yeah, we're kind of idiots, but it's it's good. What was your question? As we're, long, just chatting, as long as, I don't know. we're just chatting at this point, we're which is chatting. great. But whatever your question was, the answer is yes. Not that I remember what it was, but the mic, I'm just adjusting it here. There <laughs> we go. Yeah. How would you describe your sense of humor? Depends on the day. It can be a very dry, like, dad joke sense of humor. Yeah, okay. Or it can be quite sarcastic, or it can be very random. Like, my friend, um, who I feel like me and him are quite comparable to you and your friend, sometimes cool. we will just say random shit, and it will be the funniest thing in the world to, to us. To you guys, right? To and us, then to no one to else. To no one else. They're just like, yeah. what are you... Like, the other day we were hanging out, we were just... Someone said the word oven in a really weird way, and we were just like, <laughs> oven for like 20 minutes. Dude, that's... It was crack up. Me and, me and aforementioned mate, um, yeah, we have people, we'll, we'll say some shit about like, I don't know, some something, some de- self, some, maybe some self-deprecating thing that mm. we're not, we don't mean it as anything serious. No. But like every now and again, there's someone that's like, are you okay? Like, shit. not even as like, it's just like, are you okay? And... I'm like, you either say, yeah, I'm okay, and you have to kind of defend yourself, like, as if you're not okay, or you say no and you're not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. To me, like we say, to no one else, but... Yeah, exactly. As long as you're having a good time. Absolutely. But, like, yeah, just that and self-deprecating jokes or just darker jokes that, like, yeah. between the two of you, it's just, it's great. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Sort of in that similar vein of territory. What are your thoughts on cancel culture and that kind of thing? <laughs> um, you haven't been canceled yet. Why so did I laugh? Worry. It's very serious. Um, <laughs> okay. oh, I don't know. I'm kind of scared. Like I feel like. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say too much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like just talking about it will get me canceled. But um, I don't know. I'm the kind of person where I don't know. Like people say dumb shit. Mm. They make mistakes. Or they say stuff that people take too seriously, in my opinion. Or, I don't know, any of the above. I don't know. It seems a little bit... Sometimes the case is, like, the fact that you can go on someone's Twitter and then scroll back, like, 107 years to what they posted when they were, like, negative 30 years old or something. Yeah. Um, Something they said when they were, like, like I say, negative 30 years old. You know, or, like, young. Just the, the fact that you can, like, cancel them over that, I'm like, I don't know, man. I guess it depends. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't freaking know. The way my mind is with this kind of thing is just, like, you do you, I do me. Like, I don't, whatever. Like, yeah, I think especially if someone, like, in that case, in that example that you used, especially if that person has, like, apologized and moved on from that, like, I think it should just move on. Stop yeah. living in the past. I mean, if, if, if the comment was, like, I want to murder, like, babies, then that's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Only the most genuine conversations we have here. Yeah. Only the most wholesome. Yeah. So, with COVID, you excited for things to start opening up again? 
Um, yes, I am. I'm very excited. I feel like finally <laughs> there's like some certainty that it will go back to normal pretty soon. Mm. Who knows? Um, but yeah, just the fact that it, that it is overseas and and um, yeah, artists are going on tour again. There was a yeah. I mean, throughout the period of Corona, I didn't really play any gigs. I think I played one in 2020 or something. I think yeah, a release show for the first EP. I didn't do a release show for the second EP like I wanted to, just because I had mates booking gigs and they just kept getting cancelled or postponed, and I was like, nah, I'll just focus on recording and stuff. But um, this year I'll, I'm definitely gonna do one, like probably later in the year. And there's a little, there's a bit of s- s- relative certainty that that can happen, mm. which is really nice. And yeah, just the fact that gigs, other people can come and play. Like um, I'm seeing Holly Humberstone. <laughs> I've seen her <laughs> say her name like seven times. I'm seeing um, oh, I don't know. There's like Ed Sheeran's coming, Justin Bieber's coming, Dua Lipa's coming. I don't know who else is coming. But Six Sixties going at Eden Park again. Are they? Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, they're going back to Eden Park. When's that? Do you know? Yeah, later this year. Oh, sick. Yeah, they just finished, uh, as of recording this, they've just finished a while ago touring in Dubai. And so... Hey, they're spilling... We've talked about... I just spilled my coffee. <laughs> we talked about this before. I was yeah, like, we I did. always spill my coffee. Yeah, and look, I just you did it, spilled so it. I've but, kept yeah, my word. They just finished in Dubai and they're back over here now practicing for their Aussie tour and then coming right. over to New Zealand. That's pretty sick. And also as a recording, um, unfortunately Taylor Hawkins passed away, so the Foo Fighters mm. are no longer coming here. Yeah, I saw that. That yeah, was a shock. Definitely quite sad. I was yeah, I was amazed when I saw that. Mm. Because I've never been to a concert before. We so gonna go. That was gonna be my first really? ever concert. Oh damn! Which sucks, but God, yeah. So, people can look forward to a show from you, hopefully twenty twenty two. Yeah, they can look forward to it. They can be like, oh God, I don't want to go to that. They can be like indifferent. They can be whatever they want, but something is definitely, hopefully, most likely happening. Hopefully, yeah. So will this be like the belated unofficial release show as well for? 2.0 or yeah uh, yeah by then probably some of three point not that there'll be a three point <laughs> but the, the next ep by then maybe half of that will be out as well so yeah i'm just keen to play live play live again, again. <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's very been, fun it's been a while since your last gig in 2020 you say i mean i've played i, I still play like a busk sometimes like I'll just oh put yeah my guitar case out and play <laughs> um or there'll be kind of random things that will get asked to play it but as for like a like a Chris Bates gig or whatever, yeah, last one probably was end of twenty twenty. So definitely, I would excited. say definitely excited. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That'll be really sick. I haven't organized it or anything, but just focusing on getting music out mm. right now because yeah, it's stressful. <laughs> There's a lot of moving, <laughs> a ton of moving parts. Even though it's like I was like at first I was like I'll just do EPs because they're only five songs. They'll be easy. Nah, nah, they're not. You have to do the mixing and the mastering and make sure the production's good. And being a perfectionist, the, I don't know, it takes ages to get it perfect. Not that there is a perfect, that's another conversation. Um, but um, yeah, and then like the music videos, the artwork, everything. So I'm just focusing on all that now. And yeah, trying not to get stressed. I feel like if you give yourself the time, it's easier to not be stressed as much. But yeah, and then live probably later. Are you someone who records at home or do you go into a studio and do everything there? I'll record demos at home. So when you ask, like, what do I do at home? I'll I'll make demos and send them to a producer and then we'll redo the vocals and we'll redo. We might take some of the production that I did and then 
just revamp it a little bit or we'll just change everything because it's shit um yeah yeah i feel like i do need other people's <laughs> you said before do i need other people's or maybe i said it like approval but i mean when it comes to production and audio like mixing and stuff like i don't know that's not my territory so mm. i feel like i do have to go to someone else and kind of you know have their input on the project which always makes it a better project for me because yeah hopefully i have a good song and then also the production is dope and mixing is dope and all that but um yeah so i'll do it at um right now what i'm doing is i'm uh recording with uh this guy dan martin who's yeah who's crazy good so i'll go to his like studio and record vocals and he'll do production and send stuff to me but yeah usually i'll go into their place awesome if you had to give yourself um one piece of advice younger version of yourself or someone who's younger maybe 17 mm. for example what would you say to them um i would say in in general or someone that's pursuing some kind of arts or music or something like that or in general either or, or both. either or nah you know yeah either or just very kind of general but i think just do what you want to do and by which i mean I don't know. Like we were talking about doubting ourselves and things like that. And just, I don't know. You're, you're allowed to doubt yourself and you're allowed to feel insecure and you're allowed to be like, nah, I'm not good at this. But if you like, for example, if you like music, flip in, make music. If it sucks, it, like keep doing it and you'll get better. You know, <laughs> like I wrote my first song and it was garbage, but the more I did it, like the better I got. And, um, I don't know. And, uh, and people like other things like painting and stuff and just, just do it. Like, I think, I don't know. As blunt as it says, as blunt as it sounds, like don't care what other people think. If you love it, then, then do it. You know, just like do it. Small steps. You can't flip in. What's the the saying? Like you can't move a mountain all in, in one piece. Mm. Um, but yeah, just little steps. Just try to do something every day that makes you better than the day before. Is what I try to do. And um, yeah, just pursue what you love, pretty much, if you can. And if you had to recommend anyone else to come on the show, who would you want to hear? Just me again. You again? Yeah. Awesome. Nah, uh, someone else? Um, I haven't met, I think I mentioned before, Sam V. He's a wise guy. I think he's like a similar age to me. Um, he's a R&B, pop, I don't want to put him in a box. He, he's great. He does his own thing. He's a song called Biker Boy, which yeah, I mentioned earlier in my top five songs right now. Um, he, yeah, he's he's really he he started doing music similar age to me. I, 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 I think even younger actually, but um, yeah, he yeah I don't know. He's very kind of inspiring. I feel it's good to surround yourself with inspiring people. He's, I'd say he's one of them. Mm. He has this mindset of like kind of what I said before, like not giving a shit about what anyone else thinks, like. I don't know. He's the type of person, like, me and you, maybe someone would say something to us. I don't want to put words in your mouth. And would be like, ah, oh, ouch, okay. And then go back home and cry or something. But um, he'd just be like, nah, that, shut up. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> like, Very upfront. Yeah. And so I massively respect that, obviously. Hmm. Obviously, you don't want to, like, shut yourself off to kind of different um, voices at all. But he doesn't do that, I don't think. But, um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. You should get him on. He's cool. I feel like he'd enjoy this as well. Yeah, he's all about, like, I don't know, encouraging people to do what they love and things. But, yeah. Awesome. We'll see what we can do. We'll see if we can make it happen. Oh, yeah. Anything you want to plug just before we go? Um, Bean Break with Blake. <laughs> Otherwise known as Bean Blake. 
of course. Then again, they're already listening to this if they're listening to it and stuff. So it's kind of pointless for me to say that. You can listen to my music if you want to. If you don't want to, where can the people find it, Chris? Um, just under my name, Chris Bates, on Spotify or YouTube or Google Play or I- is iTunes still even a thing? It's iTunes Apple Music, is, right? Uh, something like that. Like I know it's not really a thing. Apple Music, um, uh, title, uh, Deezer, um, uh, SoundCloud. I think yes, SoundCloud. Yes, you're still on SoundCloud. I am. Okay, cool. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and where can the people find you? I can't think of uh, social media. Social media. Oh yeah, Instagram, Facebook. Who uses Facebook anymore? Do you? No offense if you do. Only for like theater stuff. Yeah, right. And for kickouts things. Yeah, cool. Nah, yeah, yeah. I post on there and stuff. Instagram. Yeah, probably like Instagram's the main one if they want to see my stupid flipping Instagram stories. Stupid life. I recommend. Amazing. Well, yeah. thank you very much, Chris, for coming on. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure talking to you.